Today, let's talk about one of the things I hear all the time. It involves somebody in their late 20s to late 30s, and they're in love with the fact that in their market, sometimes another market, they've been able to buy properties for under $100,000, and they think that's just the best thing since mom's muffins. And it's not. Here's why. And I'm going to use an, an example in the Northwest where apparently you can buy a bunch of properties these days for $80,000 to $120,000 in certain areas, and they're renting with decent rent price ratios um, somewhere, you know, one and a quarter, one and a half percent uh, in areas that are not of the highest quality, but you're not afraid. Uh, you just wouldn't put grandma to live there alone. So they wouldn't be on my menu. But they're really happy with this and they buy several of them. Here's the problem. You bought them because you're making so much money now that you don't, you had enough savings to put a down payment, sometimes even buy these things free and clear. But mainly you just, you put 10, uh, 15, 20, 25% down, you bought three, four, five of these things. Um, they're cash flowing like crazy. You love that, even though you don't need the money. And you think you've done well. Well, I'm here to tell you, you didn't do badly. You actually did fairly good. But here's the problem. You're not investing because you're 34 years old and you need the money. You're investing so when you're 44 or 54 or whenever it's feasible for you to retire, that you're going to get the maximum retirement income possible. If you've got, say, five or six of these little Hummers, and they're doing an average of $1,200 a month rent, and you get them all free and clear, well, that's five times, six times 12, $72,100 a month. And by the time, if you do this divide by two, it's not $7,200 anymore, okay? If you do 60%, uh, which might be reasonable, what you're looking at is somewhere over $4,000 a month, and you're doing maybe $45,000, $50,000 a year, depending on your expenses. However, if you'd have gone to a better market, not your local market, a better market, and there's six or seven of them around the country that I like, and instead of putting eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 uh, into each property, you take and put eighty, ninety thousand dollars of your current equity in those properties that are free and clear, and you put them into three hundred, three and a quarter, two eighty uh, duplexes, where the income is maybe somewhere between twenty seven hundred and three thousand dollars a month, and you're doing cash flow. Uh, Murphy-wise, maybe two thousand a year. Spreadsheet-wise, five or six thousand dollars a year. The key is when you get those things paid off, and you've got six of them, you're making ten thousand dollars a month. You got to remember to keep your eye on the ball, and the ball in long-term real estate investing is always retirement cash flow. The rest is happy talk. Oh, I got a great deal. Oh, it's, it's making tremendous rent to price ratio for me. Um, can I raise my hand here a second? 
you're 34 years old. The soonest you're going to retire is 44, and only if the investment gods smile on you. You don't need the money now. You need the money when you retire. You can invest in what I just said, pay them off over time that you can afford, and double your retirement income, give or take, and triple or quadruple your net worth at retirement. What part of this am I missing? What's the difficulty in this decision making? It comes down to two things. Control is hard to give up for people. They'd rather make less money and say they did it themselves as opposed to letting other people manage their properties, buy in better areas, and end up with, instead of 5000 a month, 10000 a month. And they'd rather own 50 to 100-year-old properties in retirement than own 10 to 20-year-old properties in retirement in better areas where they would actually put their grandmother or their mother to live alone. These are things you have to come to terms with. The ball you, upon which you must always keep your eye focused is retirement income and net worth at the end. And net worth is secondary to retirement cash flow. Keep your eye on the ball. We'll see you next time.